Hello everyone, a single tree podcast number four, what you can learn from a tree. Good morning. I'm Joel Ibarra. And I'm Brandon Jacobs. And welcome to the podcast this morning. Today we're going to talk about trees, our favorite subject. (laughs) (laughs) We're excited about this one. Right. Um, Yeah, well, so... Trees are amazing and uh, a pattern for growth and life. And uh, it's interesting. We've talked about trees for a long time, like years, and uh, we just keep talking about them. Yeah, I, <laughs> we do. It, it's really funny. I think, you know, people listening to people on the outside, maybe listening to us talk about trees, maybe. Uh, get a little bit of a, a giggle at first, but once they <laughs> kind of hear um, a more detailed kind of explanation into what we go into, they start kind of nodding their heads like, hmm, yeah, makes sense. Not a not a bad point, but yeah, it's just effortless. It seems to to see the tree as uh, as a metaphor mm-hmm. for. For so many things, um, yeah, that are good for us. Yeah, it's helpful just to think about their life cycle and what they can say to us about ours uh, individually and and also just our organizations. I like to look at trees; they're all different. One of my favorite things about trees is that they don't grow in a very organized pattern or fashion they're all different and unique and rugged and i mean there are some species of trees that are fairly sort of tightly organized and uh, predictable in the way that they grow but um, just looking out at trees in nature um, many of them are pretty gnarly there are these huge hedge trees in my backyard that have been there for you know decades and they're really, really, it's really, really hard wood. And uh, they're just gnarly, really, really kind of ugly, but strange, strangely beautiful. It's fun to look at trees that have been Shaped. in existence for hundreds or even thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to try to draw trees, but it's just not, it's just not the same. You can't really, it's hard to capture the beauty in the unpredictability of a tree. Yeah. I mean, we like to think that trees, like you said, have, have kind of the same or a similar shape across the board, but, and maybe it starts out that way, but, um, it doesn't take much effort to realize how over time they're shaped by their environment. And, that's what's so cool about for me to see is just how they're uniquely shaped by their environment, although they may have this initial way of growing in a somewhat of a uniform way. I mean, cedar trees have somewhat of a a similar kind of shape, but it, they're never they're never quite the same, even if they grow together. So, mm-hmm. so today we'll talk about. Uh, how trees are kind of a pattern for 
growth personally for people and for organizations. And we'll talk about how trees grow relatively effortlessly. Uh, their growth is natural. Um, we'll talk about how a tree's tree knows its destiny. It has a certain wisdom about its growth and life cycle. And then we'll talk about how uh, trees understand that a little death or things that resemble death are important for them uh, in their growth. So as you kind of, you know, contemplate trees, it's interesting to me how they grow relatively effortlessly. Their, their growth is, is pretty natural. And I think about how we think about growth in our, in our own lives or, or even organizationally and just like how many books there are about, you know, organizational growth or helping a business grow, you know, or even like parenting books. There's a thousand books on parenting, you know, how to, how to grow a human and, uh, <laughs> You know, but trees out of nature get planted every day uh, by birds and then just grow naturally without any outside effort um, or anyone placing their agenda on them. And uh, so I just think that's interesting to think about how growth happens in nature without really any sort of um, outside influence. Mm-hmm. It just is. It just is as natural as life itself. Yeah, right. Trees are planted and they and they grow. It's it's their job. Yeah, it's their beingness. Exactly. Yeah. It's encoded in their DNA to grow and to be healthy, mm-hmm. and to you know for chemical reactions to take place in their in their being that helps them to grow. Right. I think about um, how that how that happens, kind of on a cellular level. You know, the way the way that growth happens in an organism, a tree, is just by the cells connecting with each other and sharing information. They 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 are when they are connected in a healthy way. Um, there's information and other kind of things that are passed between them and when they're connected in a healthy way, just growth automatically happens through the biological and chemical processes and just through the connection. And I think that's a helpful a helpful idea for us as people. And it's a healthy idea for or it's an interesting idea for us to think about building healthy organizations, organisms. <clears throat> You know, families, communities, businesses, neighborhoods that grow through connection. You know, and and there's a lot of times we place, you know, expectations or we set goals or we design a plan to help grow something like an organization. Um, But it's almost like we need to stop placing demand so many demands on our organizations and even on ourselves to to just allow natural growth to happen and, and when we do that 
you know, we see it, we see it happen naturally, um, just through our DNA. Our DNA says that we are supposed to grow. Yeah. So, you know, when we have a tree in our yard, you know, we plant it with the expectation that it's going to do its thing, right? That it's going to grow. Mm-hmm. And it does. And as it, as it grows over time, we, um, we can prune it or shape it or trim, trim the dead leaves out. Um, and there are various, various degrees to how we, how we shape that, shape that tree. But most of it is through pruning and just letting it grow and take its own shape. And so then the idea is, is to take that, that kind of approach to ourselves and even our relationships, um, and even organizations. If we um, are leading an organization, that maybe we should take the same kind of approach to that organization. The, you know, there's the the organization is is an entity of its own, much like a tree. Mm-hmm. And then our job is to watch it grow, be in tune with its growth, and be in tune with not how it needs to be necessarily controlled. We don't have a vision for how the tree needs to grow necessarily with a specific shape. We just let it grow when we work to prune it and help it be healthy. How does that look when you're when you're you know, just trying to help people grow. Um, how does it how does it look when you're trying to help an organization grow? For me, it just it it starts with having a certain level of of awareness and just taking stock of of what what is what is there what is. What are the dynamics? And not having an expectation about what it needs to look like and having a a, a rigid plan for how that should be, whether it's working with an individual or an organization, an honest attunement of what is of the dynamics are 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 important. Um, I think only then you can really start. I don't even I don't want to say intervene, but joining in in the in the process of 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 growth, if that makes sense. Just encouraging growth, or mm-hmm. yeah, kind of having some kind of relationship with the organism that helps it grow. Sure. I mean, the organism really kind of, it will inform you of, of what it needs if, if you're paying attention. Yeah. I mean, the, the tree or the, or, or, or the human, or the human or the, you know, the organization, if you allow yourself to just kind of be the observer of it and it, it will inform you. 
But if you're bogged down by all of these expectations of what needs to be and how it needs to be and what needs to be changed, then that's when we start getting in trouble. Yeah. We don't go out in nature and, and sort of start pulling on plants to pull them out of the ground and help them grow or or even I mean sometimes we have to shape them or put them upright to help them grow but um, you know they just naturally grow toward the sun mm -hmm. so so first you have to know kind of what you're dealing with what kind of plant is in front of you sure take stock of that know maybe some of the nuances and uniqueness about that particular plant and just observe, just become an observer of what that plant is, what kind of plant that is, or who's in front of you, or what are the dynamics in this organization that I'm trying to help grow. Sure. What is, what, what is, what is happening with the tree and, and what does, what does the tree need? If you're in tune with those two things and you can, you're, are in a deep ob observance of the tree, then it will it will it will inform you. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be doing much else. Yeah, <laughs> I I just find this is so true in our work with people. You know, um, so many times we think about helping people, doing therapy, coaching, teaching. Um, as you know, something we're doing to someone else, or we have these certain um, skills or, or approaches or whatever we um, educate ourselves about that we um, administer to people to help them grow. But you know, it's it's the truest thing in the world that every person is made to grow, sure. and they're encoded with this DNA that points them in the right direction. And uh, I just find that so often my job in, in helping people is just to connect with them and, and they get a lot of um, satisfaction. They get a lot of encouragement and, and even hope through just uh, understanding. Yeah, it's my, my approach is, is, is similar. I think you know, pe people will, will come in uh, confused or feel like they're lost. Um, <laughs> and when I first started started working with people, I, I would get uh, I would get as nervous as they would be about their their lostness and and become anxious with them and, and try to to solve mm -hmm. you know all of these problems and. You know, think about what I've read to to help them find their way, but <laughs> where I'm at now is 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 I'm not I'm not confused at all about what's happening. I know that um, that they know what they need, you know, um, and it's kind of my job to. To connect with them, like you said, to join with them, and just let them talk and explore 
Um, and in some ways, it's it's just like the pruning of a tree, or you know, taking some 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 dead branches off. The conversation with a person is very similar to that. And then at some point, mm-hmm. once there's been enough of that done, then there's some clarity and 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 some shape. Yeah. So it's just helping people find their way that they are, they're already on a path. They, you know, people can identify what they want and what they need and what they hope for and what they, you know, want to be in the future. And uh, it's just helping them feel connected and, and helping them uncover those things. I think about, especially with people who are, you know, in their most difficult places in their life. Um, when they're in their deepest hurt, you know, there's nothing that you can say to someone when they are in their deepest loss or grief that will help them. You just can, one of the only things that you can do is is be there and be present with them as they encounter that deep hurt or loss or grief. That's That's when it becomes really true to me. Yeah. So, so growth, growth is a natural thing that takes place in living organisms. We, we, uh, we don't always have to push or prod or pursue or, you know, have an agenda that we place on other people. Um, it will happen through, through connection. That's, that's what life is. Um, and I, I think it's interesting too with trees that, uh, that trees seem to have this sort of awareness or consciousness about themselves and maybe even about existence itself um, in a different way than, than we do a lot of times. Trees have this certain wisdom. Um, they, they seem to understand the life cycle. They understand that their job is to grow and be exactly what they are. They're, they're supposed to be trees. And they also seem to understand... Um, that death is a part of life. That's part of the, the life cycle. Um, and, you know, I don't know if, uh, sometimes I imagine what it's like to be a tree, but it doesn't seem like they're daunted by their, their own death or even the death that occurs around them in the natural world. And uh, I think there's a certain wisdom we can gain from that. It's a metaphor, but it's just, even just the nature of life itself, that um, all of the living things will eventually die and go back into the earth. But it's not all for naught um, when living things go back into the earth. They actually provide fertile soil for other living organisms to become and to grow. And so, you know, we think about that in terms of um, even like self-sacrifice or, or just even the knowledge of our own, um, death, our own mortality. Um, it's interesting just to think about the idea that, um, when we die, we actually give ourselves up for the larger whole. We, we maybe connect with it in a, in a new way and in a different way. But our death is not without 
um, some kind of benefit on the ecosystem's behalf or even just on others' behalf. And I'm wondering about the implications of that for society, and I'm wondering about the implications for that on um, you know, our organizations or, or our, even just our communities, what that, what that means, you know, the importance of understanding our mortality, understanding that we're not always supposed to be um, growing. Sometimes there's time for a little death or things that even just seem like death, like stress and loss and things like that. Which is growth. Yeah. How's that how's that growth? Well, I mean there's there's got there's got to be a, a a pruning, you know, or uh, leaves have to be leaves have to be shed at some point for the tree and it does it that every year. So it goes into this dormancy. It's not dead. But it goes into dormancy during the winter time. It sheds its leaves. There may be branches that fall off. And, you know, we equate that with death. Um, and in a sense, yeah, I, I get it. But mostly it's it's about shedding so that in, in the following year there there can be new growth. Yeah, I think about, you know, when we as people experience stress or we, or we experience, you know, winter, um, unhappiness, stress, dark nights of the soul, whatever, and how we react to, the, to those things. And we, and we often react to those dark places or, or difficult places in our lives, lives with a lot of worry. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't like the feeling of pain or death. Something's wrong with me. Yeah, something's wrong with me, or or this you know, isn't good. Yeah, yeah, this isn't good, or or there's something wrong with life itself that I'm experiencing this thing. But you know, for trees, it's almost as if they understand. They have this understanding that they're supposed to endure those things. And yeah, it's they're not healthy. Confu- yeah, they're not confused about the the context. You know it. They're not confused about the context of losing limbs or leaves or going into dormancy. It doesn't become scared and anxious and um, upset or, 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 or depressed. It knows its context. It knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't panic. And so that's, I, I really like and would encourage people to to use that analogy for themselves because because there will there are times and there will be times whether we want them or not where there will be this dark night of the soul or this 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 transition in ourselves and usually it feels like uh loss or death and if we're if we lose sight of the context, then it really brings us into another level of suffering 
because then we've lost we've lost all context as to what's going on and it makes our suffering even worse um, mm -hmm. but if we stay in remembrance of the context which is there will be parts of our lives where there is this dormancy or this this loss and we're in remembrance of that context then then it helps us kind of move through the seasons uh, better. Mm -hmm. Especially in our American culture, we're very oriented toward growth. Um, and we, we have this belief that we should be experiencing boundless growth all the time. But in nature, when there's no such thing as boundless growth, it, it, if something is um, growing, uh, without end constantly it's it's not healthy for the environment you know it's not healthy itself and it's not healthy for the environment uh around it um there's no such thing you know there's growth and then there's pruning that happens or there's dormancy or there's even death that happens and that's what makes a healthy ecosystem it's even what makes a healthy organism and i think about this in terms of organizational growth as well you know as in our capitalistic society we um, feel like our organizations or our businesses should be experiencing boundless growth that that's actually healthy mm -hmm. uh, but organizations also experience little deaths and some of them at times experience you know their final and big death right um, <clears throat> and that's all uh, part of the ecosystem of our communities yeah, I mean, it, especially when you use the analogy of, of of nature in 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 relation to to organizations or, or or business, that's where it can really start tripping a lot of people's triggers. You know, mm -hmm. um, people want to be only successful in business, right? Or they will see certain issues or losses or drops as 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 bad instead of staying in remembrance of the context that this is this is just part of the this is just part of the process of 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 growth and there are things that need to be that need to pass and to and to be shed that's mm -hmm. um, hard that's hard perspective to trust in the world of business it doesn't necessarily lend itself uh, to you know the way of nature or the or, or, or the tree it's 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 difficult to trust that but you know when we look when we look to to the life of a tree or nature there are just universal truths that are that are revealed that um, if we start applying them in other areas like business, they fit really well, actually. Yeah. So if you think about this in terms of business or, or just your organization, um, your organization or business are, is going to go through periods where it feels stressful. It's going to go through periods where you feel like um, bad things are happening. Um, there's got to be maybe unhealth within the organization, um, stress or tension, 
There's going to be times when maybe sales aren't what you think they should be, or the organization seems to be even in decline. Um, and you know, if we see that from a kind of a, a the perspective of the natural world, uh, we would see that those things as necessary to even to growth, even to helping the organization or the business itself to grow. Um, certainly, there are times when uh, businesses decline and then die. Um, but for healthy organizations that are growing and moving forward, um, a little death or, or pruning or stress or, or tension is necessary. And sometimes that's necessary just, just to shed some things that are unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And to find your natural form. Yeah. Yeah, you shed, you shed leaves or you shed certain limbs that aren't uh, producing and uh, continue moving forward with growth. It's important to note too, there's, um, there's different kinds of uh, trees. There's different kinds of, there's all kinds of different plants. There's all kinds of different organisms in the ecosystem and each of them play their part. Some are larger than others. Some are meant to be uh, big and some are meant to be small. But they each serve their own function in the ecosystem. So all of our organizations maybe aren't meant to be huge businesses, right? Or organizations. And that's once again that that's a really good, that's a really important thing to look at. You know, because uh, when you have shrubs wanting to be trees, mm-hmm. you know that's. Not, <laughs> That's not good. Mm-mm. You know, it, it a shrub w- cannot cannot grow beyond its its shrubness. <laughs> and if it tries then it it will die quicker probably, you know. Yeah. Um so the principle is just to be what you are. Sure, but that's difficult. That can be difficult in in today's society, whether it just be from an individual perspective, um, you know, in social media and expectations, all of that, or even in a business, because we think, okay, we have this business, you know, we're in business because we want to be the biggest and the baddest and the best, and that, that will get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think that that's probably been one of the most difficult but rewarding lessons for me in being part of an organization or just for myself is taking, trying trying my best to take my hands off of it and to take check my ego and say, okay, there's this organization especially in the beginning i had all of these ideas about what what i what i wanted it to be mm-hmm. but as time has gone on and the more i've just been willing to shed my expectations and surrender to the natural growth process it's just become what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. The natural growth process being moving forward at times and growing upward and moving forward and then at times experiencing loss or 
stress or even pain sure that uh that is necessary and it's necessary to shed some things to be able to move forward in a healthy way and a lot of those things that need to be shed are our, our expectations and our judgments and just kind of the ego stuff that we have around it you know Mm-hmm. Most of the shedding that's that's gone on in any in the organization that I've been a part of, um, most of it has actually been my expectations and my ego early on about mm-hmm. what I thought I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. It's not been beneficial at all. <laughs> your expectations or your agenda, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what what I've come to learn is just being in tune with with its needs and just responding to it is has been way better than me um, maintaining my my expectations and my 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 wantingness of it to be a certain way you know yeah it, it it's an interest it's a, it, and that can be a tricky thing about vision you know either vision about um, our lives or or an organization that we're in or a business that can be tricky mm-hmm. that can be tricky yeah to realize that your <clears throat> expectations for what you want something to be may not be accurate to what the DNA of the organization or the person you're trying to help grow or um, even yourself is supposed to be Yes, what it what it is becoming, um, based on, you know, what its DNA says it is. I think a lot about this, this orientation that we all have toward death. You know, in the in the big scheme of things, um, you know, if the world is billions of years old or whatever. Um, our life our life cycle, or even the life cycle of a tree is relatively short. Um, we're all kind of headed to the same place. Um, we've talked in previous podcasts about, you know, kind of the larger consciousness, the larger self, um, and how we're all connected with it. Um, and I think, uh, you know, at a, at a certain point, we have to realize that um, our lives are not all about growth and moving forward, but that, that they are all oriented toward these little deaths that happen along the way, but they're all oriented toward, you know, kind of a bigger death, which um, if you think about it in terms of that larger context, is just uh, it's just us going back into the larger self and becoming reconnected with uh, where we came from. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's that, you know, that might deserve some further discussion in future podcasts. But um, it's really important to, for us to keep that in mind, that, that that's the larger context, um, that, you know, these lives that we live feel really, really super important and significant and meaningful and yet if you take a look take a step back and and look from a big picture perspective you know um, it can feel sort of meaningless but 
basically the big idea is that we will go back into the larger self and become reconnected with, you know, life itself. Mm -hmm. So I think we, you know, we kind of get glimpses of that when we experience difficult things. And, and I think, um, you know, people might be scared off by thinking about that. That might sound kind of morbid, but, um, it's an important context to have. It's the context. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is, it is the context. I don't, I don't think a tree ever loses its understanding that it's part of the forest. You know what I mean? And that, the it's going to go back there. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't lose, it doesn't lose that context. It doesn't lose the context of, of the bigger forest ever. And, you know, that kind of perspective, knowing that that's the inevitability, I think helps us to live better. So there can be quite a bit of freedom in that. Yeah. Less, less, less struggle to be this or, or this or that or whatever maybe manufactured by our minds. Yeah. So if people were going to take trees, you know, plants as a, a pattern for growth for themselves individually and or the growth of an organization that they're a part of or, or even a community, um, maybe, we, maybe we should talk a little bit about how we can apply some of these principles, wisdom that we take from trees in a practical way. Um, you know, some of the things that we talked about, which are practically ap- applicable, would just be that, you know, organisms, living organisms are, are built to grow. They're organized by their DNA and, and all for, for living systems, living organisms, their DNA always says that they should grow. And, and so, you know, it's probably fostering growth in in ourselves and in our organizations is probably more about getting out of the way than it is um, trying to push or demand or um, pull things along to to grow. Yeah, I think I think nature can give us a really good, s- sober and realistic and sound uh, example of. Of growth, and that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean what we think it means, and so it can help us understand that in a better way. And I think, in a way that can help us free ourselves of a lot of suffering and confusion. Yeah. So if you're you know, just take yourself. If you're, if you're looking to figure out ways that you can grow or, you know, even move through difficult things in your life or, you know, become better. Um, probably one of the best things that you could do is just know yourself Hmm. and be connected with others, other organisms that will, um, or other people that will, that will help you to grow. And it will just be to be in a, in a nurturing environment, you know, plants grow, Trees grow and thrive when they're in the right environment. 
so we can we can apply that to ourselves and to our organizations you know if we just seek to understand um, know ourselves well be connected and be in the right environment those are all things that will help us grow and thrive yes and also having an understanding that growth sometimes looks like being aware of what needs to be shed. Mm -hmm. Understanding that the life cycle includes these little deaths or the shedding of uh, griefs, losses, pain, and th that those are things that help us actually help encourage growth um, not just of the organism, but of the whole ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, when you think about storms and strong winds, what do they do? Well, they, they knock branches loose, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's two ways to look at that. You can say, oh, well, that poor tree lost some branches due to this wind. Or another perspective could be, wow, that, that, the the wind was good and necessary um for that tree to to shed some of these these limbs that needed to be shed so that it could so so that it could exist better so that it could so the wind could could flow through it um uninhibited better mm -hmm. there's also the example of forest fires Sure. Which are obviously destructive. Um, and, you know, there's there's some grief and, and pain and loss that they cause. But uh, forest fires are also necessary. They, and they occur in the natural world um, to clean out some of the things that need to be cleaned out, like in the forest, um, to provide fertile ground for more growth to take place. Yes. And so, you know, when we, when we look at our lives and... Um, our own life cycle, our own growth, and uh, where we are headed, um, it's important to be able to interpret stress and pain as things that can help us grow. Yes, to be in remembrance, to stay in remembrance of the context that nature is in. Nature is always in the context of these things, these things be, will be shed or these little deaths are happening. These branches fall, and it's good, it's necessary, and it's important. We have to stay in remembrance of that context instead of the context of kind of the little self, which wants to hold on to every single branch and to make every single branch as big as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when we start to lose our branches, branches, the little self gets scared to death, mm -hmm. and we can become absorbed in the context of the little self mm -hmm. instead of kind of staying rooted in the context of nature which says no this context is good it's it's okay mm -hmm. i'm safe mm -hmm. yeah yeah even even when bad things are <clears throat> happening even when there's little deaths or or pains that are right. experienced that it's it's normal and natural and it's it it's 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 painful and it hurts but it's but it's oh but it's okay for us to stay in remembrance of that 
context and to trust it. That's not the way of the little self. Right. Yeah. So might help to provide some specific and personal examples, or maybe not personal, but specific examples of how um, this sort of thing happens or how we can interpret the things that happen to us from this perspective and be able to continue our growth as people or even as organizations um, when stressful things happen. I think for me, one of the things that has really, that one of the things that fits in this context is when I've experienced losses of important people to me, when, you know, I've experienced um, family members dying, people that I was close to, um, you know, it's obviously painful. There's anguish that you, you go through and grief and sorrow and all of those emotions that you go through when, when you experience loss. But uh, I'll talk just a little bit about the things that that has helped me to shed and maybe just the way that I've been able to grow through that process. I mean, you know, in some ways when someone close to you dies, you never really fully recover. You, you kind of um, are in this, uh, you're in this experience of woundedness. You know, there might be a scar that forms um, where that woundedness happens, but it's always kind of a part of you. It becomes part of your um, yourself, just like the tree. In in the same way, trees, mm -hmm. you know, when they have a limb or a branch that's cut off, there's always the uh, kind of a marker there, a knot or or a, like a hole where um, that branch was cut off, and uh, it's it's a reminder. It can be a reminder of um, a loss. But for me specifically. Um, when I was talking about our orientation toward um, our own mortality and, and our uh, our own um, death, uh, these losses that I've experienced have helped me to remember that that's you know the inevitability for for all of us. It helps us to remember that there are no guarantees that we will have long and full and happy lives. Um, that you know, death and loss is a, is a possibility for all of us. And that's, you know, our, all of our destiny. Um, and it helps me to be more oriented on toward what we've been talking about the, the larger self. It helps me to remember that there are things that are going on, um, outside of our everyday lives that we perceive. There's a, there's a larger context of which we are all a part. And, and it just reminds me to stay focused on those things that are bigger than just this life. And so that's, that's one of the ways that loss or, or death or pain in my own life has helped me to grow and just be, be healthier. Again, I think that orientation toward um, knowing and being aware of our own mortality helps us to live better. It helps us to be connected with the larger self, and it helps us to be connected with the things that are um, most important 
and most meaningful. Yeah, that's the importance of being able to kind of stay, um, stay in remembrance of this, this, this life and death cycle can, can help us have a really good attunement and awareness to, um, to essential parts of, of, of our lives. Um, that helps us stay in a good context. If we're able to kind of stay in the context of that, that we become really focused on things that are, that are big and, 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 and important and less, less transient. Mm -hmm. Helps you kind of shed some of those things that are, uh, not as meaningful. Mm -hmm. It helps you refocus your energy on things that are, um, that are bigger, you know, when we're only focused toward having a good life in this life, um, we hold and we hold very tightly. We have a tight grip on, um, some things that really aren't, aren't as important mm -hmm. as they are in the larger, you know, as the, as the larger context. What about for you? Can you think of it like a specific example from, um, life, you know, being part of an organization or a community or just in your own life? Yeah, I, I, I think in terms of, of, uh, I think in terms of, of, of expectations or, um, ideas about what and how things should be <laughs> in your own life. Yeah, sure. Whether or, it be in, in, in context of an organization or in relationships or, or how I should be, you know, and, um, I'm kind of having this image of a of a tree with with all of these limbs, and these limbs are expectations and ideas, and you know, the wind the wind called life just comes in and just shake you know shakes the tree, and all of these branches just kind of fall off, and all of these expectations fall off. That's just kind of a really good analogy for. <laughs> For kind of what my life has been, and you know, that stuff can be painful. Yeah, when those fall off. Sure, the, you know the expectations and and ideas about how things um, that can be that can be painful. What has happened though, and I think my my connection to nature has helped me. Um, has been a good teacher for me in that in the beginning I didn't know that I was a tree kind of with a, you know all of these limbs of expectations um, just kind of shaking off of me I was just kind of feeling pain and stress you know but uh, the more I started kind of learning from nature I thought geez I'm very much like like a tree and the wind is just the wind of life is just constantly you know b blowing these branches off and it's and it's painful and as time has gone on i've been i've embraced that instead of just being this um victim you know that was mm -hmm. feeling 
feeling feeling pain and suffering all the time i I, i'm my experience is 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 different now and um yeah i think that that's what it's been like for me yeah i think it was funny when you when you said earlier you you kind of expect all of your branches to be the biggest (laughs) best most fruitful right and have the most leaves branches and, and or that this 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 limb should be this way and mm, yeah. yeah but trees like that are don't exist no they yeah. they would be strange and ugly and yeah. not not healthy right. and uh when but when one of them breaks off you know if you're not keeping the larger context in mind it can be all that you feel and experience is the loss. Exactly. It, you get really focused on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Loss of context is, mm-hmm. is a big deal. Yeah, so to kind of close up, the, the larger context that we're talking about is that all living organisms are made to grow. It's encoded in their DNA that growth happens naturally. Mm-hmm. We can nurture it and connect with other living organisms to help promote growth. Um, But uh, all of us living organisms, trees and all, have a certain destiny um, that we're to experience some loss, which is healthy for growth, and eventually um, not just these little deaths, but the big death. And that is when we go back into the, the earth and become fertile soil for other organisms to grow and to keep that context in mind helps us to interpret all the things that are happening. It helps us to help one another, helps us to help one another grow and the organisms and societies and communities that we're a part of to grow. Yes. And I would just encourage people to, to take a little bit of time, um, just to be quiet inside themselves and um, maybe go outside and look at a tree and and just look at it. You don't necessarily need to think about it or analyze it, but just just look at it and kind of kind of let it teach you and you know challenge your challenge yourself to th- to, to to think of yourself as a tree. You may not know what that looks like from the beginning. Um, but if you were continually curious about how, how, how might I be just like a tree, it will come and, 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 you, and you'll, st- you'll start to see. But, um, and I, I challenge, challenge everyone to kind of think of themselves as a tree and um, the wind being kind of life that will knock um, branches and, and, and leaves away and that there can be stress and pain in that but not to lose context um, and to trust and believe that it's a that it's a good thing and to embrace that so thanks for listening the single tree podcast what you can learn from a tree thanks everyone there's probably more I'm you sure can learn is. from trees we may talk about in future podcasts. Yes. It's always, we can always talk more about trees. (laughs)